Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. And as you've just heard there from the news bulletin, the sun is still high in the sky. Uh, and I, but we are heading back into the autumn. And uh, some of you may be a little bit heartbroken around this time of the year, not just because the holidays are over, but of that brief but passionate encounter you had during the summer. It may have ended because you had to go back to Ireland or because he emptied your bank account. Either way, most people have had a summer romance story. News Talk's hanky-panky correspondent Henry McKean has been gathering some of those stories. Good afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon, Sean. And you're right, it's absolutely gorgeous out there in most parts of Ireland today. It's an Indian summer. It's stunning. And with that, when the weather's good, people feel happier and sometimes they feel like they're in the mood for romance. It's Perhaps, something about yes. the, that yeah. warm, hot, That's sticky... That's the sap rising. Yeah, weather, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, a year after lockdown, people, are they're out there again, you know, trying to meet someone. And all of us, including myself, have had my heart broken over the summer, over the years. I don't know what it is. You, you find someone, you perhaps get involved with them, and, and then it ends because, mm. you know, the holiday is over. Or perhaps... It was um, a dream. It was just a fever dream <laughs> that you would never have worked in the real world. No. You know, that kind of thing. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. And this is exactly what happened to a lady, a young lady. Here is Harriet Thornton. She met a boy um, and he works in a travelling fair in Bath. And that's <laughs> wow. not... That's fair on and um, I went on the waltzers and I didn't think anything of it. And then I went clubbing and I saw the waltzer boy and I was like, oh my God. So I spoke to him. We started hitting it off, getting on really well. Um, and he was like going around with the fair and I kind of followed him round and I fell madly in love with him like There and then. Yeah, he was just and bright how old blue were you? eyes. I was his last year. Oh, it was recently. <laughs> and he had bright blue eyes. He had bright blue eyes, blonde hair, he was literally I was so attracted to him. Love of my life. Um, and because he travelled with the fair, obviously we didn't get to see each other a lot, but we tried to like make plans and I went to his home country which is in Wales. Um, and then I got a text off this girl and she was like, oh, are you, in, are you and this person still together? And I was like, yeah, why? She was like, oh, well, she, he's seeing my friend. And I was like, huh? And I was like, what is going on? Basically, he broke up with me and I found out he was with another girl um, and basically he was cheating on me the whole time. So the whole time, right through your relationship, yeah. that summer romance. And he was a fairground boy. Yeah. Very romantic, but- Blue eyes. Yeah, but he was so like lovely, would like give me gifts all the time, would always take me out for meals and dates, like really put a lot of effort in. So it was kind of weird that he cheated on me. This was literally last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah, last year. So I was 19, he was 21. So. So you yeah. must have been devastated. Oh, yeah, I cried for three weeks. <laughs> three weeks? Yeah, it was so and, sad. You know, it was romantic though, because he, he was a fairground boy. He travelled around with. Not the circus, but with the fair. Yeah. And did he give you free rides on all the different things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. I went on with my friends. We went every single day, every single day of the week. And um, we went on the waltzes. We went on the um, big, like, I don't know, it was that like a claw grip. Yeah, I went to London with him, uh, where he was staying on the fair. I stayed in his caravan. It was crazy. My mum was like, "You better not be with a waltzer boy." And I was like, "Who? Sorry, Julie." <laughs> <laughs> so, was it nice staying in the caravan? It was all right. Um, I wouldn't do it again. Okay. Well, she seems okay about it now. I think she's uh, Even though it was devastating at the time. But <clears throat> even, the, it's worth it for the story. Just like, you know, I went out with a fella from a, a fairground. I think she enjoyed stayed it. stayed in his caravan and he gave me free goes in the waltzers. Yeah, and she She'd been dining around. out on that one for years. <laughs> uh, so she but, went. Yeah, no. no, absolutely. And this is the thing, holiday flings, according to research, uh, people feel far more relaxed and they're 
well able. They they want to open up and perhaps have a hot uh, romance. And and also, it does minimise the chances of rejection or getting hurt because it's over so quickly. Uh, and the the chances of recovery are much better. Even if you fall in love on holiday, it will pass because you, you're still on holiday, perhaps if it's all over. Uh, but even if we bring it back here uh, to Ireland. Um, uh, sometimes the oldest ways are the best and some of them are just old-fashioned nightclubs as we know so many bars and nightclubs have shot and pubs right across the country. I got to meet Donald O'Sullivan and he talks about the uh, the north side of Dublin nightclub, The Grove. Okay, anybody on the north side of Dublin would know The Grove. It was uh, There was discos, but The Grove was heavy metal. It was insane. There was no disco lights. It was just people headbanging in a big hall. So the Grove was heavy metal. I didn't know that. Total. ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. It was it was unique. It went a little bit into New Romantic in the mid-80s, but it was generally heavy metal. I went there from like the age of 16 to 18. And like you were waiting all your life to be allowed to go. And then when you could go, it kind of, it faded away fairly quickly. But it was, it was, it was a great two years. Yeah. Yeah. And you must have met some lovely girls. And we can't say lovely girls anymore. Um, you must have met girls i met lots of girls and i met my wife yeah 1983 1983 i met my wife there so that was new romantic even though that they were banging out led zeppelin i love depeche mode just can't get enough was just massive you know and simple minds were huge as well they were kind of in the middle uh they could pass for they were like the older people would like them not just the younger people and also was simple minds uh big country were brilliant as well and big country still sound great and for you how did you meet your wife how did that romance start in the grove i fancied her and you, you see saturday night was for the younger Sunday night was for kind of more mature as in 17 and a half right and then you could go there on a Sunday night there'd be less people there so there was a better kind of atmosphere you could get to talk to people you had a better chance exactly Saturday night was mayhem Sunday night was yeah you had a, you had an opportunity to get to know someone if you were serious go back Sunday you have a chance you know what I mean and that's it it went, went on from there yeah yeah. December of 83 and did you fancy her did you see her in the club yeah yeah. Many times. Yeah yeah classy that was, that was the main thing about her she was classy and she still is <laughs> Right there, yeah. We will be besieged for the next two hours, Henry. Well, we, as soon as you say the Grove, right? People have, yeah. People it was that have, big. It was huge, yeah, yeah. and I, I must. Did you I, go? No, I was never at it. No, but but um, for mm. people who lived in the north side, the Grove was the, the place thing. to go. You graduated yes. to go to the Grove, and then you, I assume, you graduated from the Grove. Yes. Yeah. No, on, <laughs> that, I'd say that story is not untypical at all. Really? So yeah. lots and lots of people have found enormous. love. Yeah. Jeez, I wish it was around in my time. You know, if you guarantee what did you romance. have? Oh, we we had. Um, <coughs> I remember teenage discos and discos in in rugby clubs in Scotland and stuff like that. Yeah, it yeah. Was all, it was all a bit organised, but like you know, when it comes to, <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't like you know. Perhaps it was here at one point where you know the girls had to stand on one side and the boys the other, and then the nuns were in the middle. I know it wasn't like that. It was nothing like that. But I do remember romantic you know, expressing romantic interest to going back to um, to Greece and uh, and uh, meeting people out there. And I think it was just the warm weather. Everybody was relaxed. Um, mm. And you were kind of lulled into this uh, false sense of security. And with that came came romance, definitely. Yeah. Um, for sure. For yeah, you sure. got a smirk on your face there, Henry. <laughs> but no, and yeah, no, I, I, I remember having, a, if, you, if, you, if you want to ask me, um, I had a romance with a, with a girl. I remember meeting her at a bus stop, actually, uh, a bus stop um, in Greece, uh, on the islands, we were out on the islands, and um, we were selling pub crawl tickets. Actually, 
selling those pub board tickets, me and this guy, English lad, and we just kind of hit it off at the bus stop and it went from there. But okay. obviously she was island hopping. I was stuck on the one island. But, but you she were was, working there. I was working and she, she was um, island hopping. So I think that the romance perhaps lasts at about five days and... I, and I That's can't, perfect. I have a yeah. name written down in an old Philofax. This is how far we're going back. Oh my gosh. And, um, yeah. But because uh, obviously we don't use Philofaxes anymore. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember her name offhand. But she was Swedish. She, she was Scandinavian Swedish. Yeah, very Scandinavian. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, there yeah. was romance. But you, tell us about yeah. um, no, uh, I, well, some romance I, you I, had. No, well, I. I, the only thing that come to mind, I remember um, having a snag with somebody outside after um, um, a Horselips concert in Tralee. Oh, wow. Uh, I was camping. I, I don't know. We just kind of, myself and a friend bumped into her and uh, her and her friend and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I do remember breaking, I kind of broke my best friend's heart in a way that we, we were on, we were on mainland. This was kind of in the 80s. This is before the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yes. <clears throat> and I got it into my head. Mm-hmm. We were going to, we were going to bum around Europe, just hitch around yep. Europe. And I said, I want to cross the Iron Curtain. I went before this all. Before this it is, came down. Yeah. I went, this is history. We have to go across the, the Iron Curtain. So we got various lifts. In those days, mm-hmm. it was very easy to get lifts. And a fella picked us up in a bus. Yes. And we were, I forget even what part of Europe we were in, but basically we got to a fork, a literal fork in the road. Uh-huh. And he says, well, I'm going right. And I'm going over the Alps and I'm going down into Italy. And there was these two very attractive young women who were also, we had been given a lift. And what nationality? Uh, I think they were Italian. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, I'm just a guest, though, I can't remember. They were very attractive. Yeah, everyone, every, 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 they were tanned, anyway. Mm. And my friend was going, yeah, I want to go to Italy. <laughs> I was going, no, I want to see the fall of the Iron Curtain. Come on, man, we got to go and see the Iron Curtain. So I, I dragged him off the bus. And then 24 Aww. hours later... We were in. We were in a tent. It was lashing rain on the wrong side of the uh, of of the, the iron curtain uh, of the iron curtain. Yeah, uh, getting roasted by troops with who had snarly dogs and oh, guns. So you and were stuff. there in the USSR, and there were no attractive Italian. No, it was ladies. in Hungary. It was the most miserable place. You were, it was absolutely oh, awful. That was the uh, wrong call. Yeah, and and like yeah. then we got to a town called Gior, which is kind of famous for because there was a kind of Marian shrine there, and walking past a butcher shop, and there was. And everybody was dressed like they were from the 70s because yes. it was just cut so off in the outside. Poverty. And, and mm. like there was two lamb chops covered in flies oh. in the front window. Um, every time we saw one of these, my friend would go, we could be in Italy now. <laughs> we could be in Italy <laughs> so now. You cho- doing you, God knows what. You chose history over yeah, romance. Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I broke his heart in a way and he's yeah. never let me forget it. Uh, every time oh. we meet. Oh, wow. But yeah. you know, bringing on, I suppose... Um, a country that was formerly in the Iron Curtain and, and is in the news at the moment. Uh, and there's buses in this story as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here is a lady. Uh, she talks about meeting um, her husband and how she was courted uh, by her now husband uh, because he offered her, uh, he offered to walk her to the bus uh, from a festival in Ukraine. We were at the concert in Ukraine that was a youth day. Uh, and on the way back, uh, a couple of friend so I was there with my uh, friend like girlfriend and uh, uh, two boys stopped us and said like that they can take us to the bus and we had a nice chat nice walk and here we are 14 years later wow he walked you to the bus and here he is here yeah he was playing the guitar uh, on the phone uh, before we started dating so he started calling me 
and he would play the guitar for me over the phone, her, over the phone. <laughs> yeah and uh, then he asked me out and we were walking just without a, even uh, holding our hands we we're just walking at the riverside we are from Dnipro Ukraine we have a nice riverside over there so a beautiful romantic story it is it is and then we went skating and he finally took my hand. <laughs> so he held your hand. Started, yeah, for the first time after yeah. two weeks of just walking and talking, and then, and then it all started. Oh God, that's was so sweet. Two weeks before he even held her hand. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes Aww. you're better off not going in too quick. You know, none of this grabbing hold of the leg or, or going in for the hand or even the kiss. Yeah, hold back a bit. I think you know, <laughs> grabbing I, I, for the leg. Yeah, you know, <laughs> dropping the hand, whatever the phrase is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when I was a kid. The fellas would go, you know, they go down to the local ballroom, and mm-hmm. and they were just, they were absolute animals. Of it, like yes. they just go along, caveman, and go dancing, dancing yep. da- until they got a yes, yeah. uh, and then they dance for five minutes, and then they'd go coming outside, no, and then they wouldn't feel any sense of rejection from that. So then they, they'd yeah. go back to the system a numbers again. game. Yeah, it's a numbers were, game, and they were yeah. the ones who who won out in the end because yeah. they literally would just go through everyone in the room, and then eventually find. Uh, a romance, find a lover. I don't know if it was romance they were looking no. for, particularly rather than just a just exchange of bodily fluids. Just really, passion. That was, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Not just even a, passion. What a bit of a hot, um, like yeah. in a hot, hot day that we're in at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I think it brings it all out. But yeah, I, th- I think the ones who went out, um, you know, short term are the ones who ask the mo- most amount of girls out. But the ones who don't hold the hand, like that guy there didn't hold his hand, her hand for at least a, a couple of weeks. They went out in the end. They do uh, win out in the end. And like asking people, I was out there on the streets there asking people about romance, summer romance. And people, to be honest with you, Sean, were very, very shy and very, Mm. very coy. They're like, are you serious? Do you really think I'm going to share what I got up to in Spain in the 1990s with you? Uh, And the answer was, was, was no. But others did share their stories and they did talk about finding love uh, and some of the, the stories were really quite cute because they did meet uh, in all places like the cinema many many years ago and uh, now they're married here are some stories there's a girl called uh, nikki and uh, met her in the grave talked a long time ago now but um i ended up getting thrown out of the grave talked just as, as i met her so and was that because you met her well, a little bit of that and a little bit, supposedly I was meant to be talking English, but... You were talking English, yeah. they threw you out. <laughs> yeah. And how did it go with that girl, Mickey? Um, good, yeah, we met up after, but yeah, we were too far, living too far apart from each other. And Where did she live? Uh, Port Leash, and I lived in Nace, but her, I was only 16, so... <laughs> and was there romance? Uh, yeah, it was good, yeah, yeah. Got a kiss? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> her best friend dated my best friend in high school. So it goes back to high school. Yes. We became friends, and I was a knucklehead, and it took me a long time to ask her to marry me. Actually, he asked her to go out with me, but... Uh, Can summer romances lead to getting married? I understand you're getting married in Ireland tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday? Yes. Wow. Uh, how did they lead to it? Summer romances? Uh, I mean, the heat is in there. We met in the cinema, and we're now both 75, and we've been together all that time. So did you have a romantic kiss at the cinema? Or just bumped into each other? Mm, no, into she wanted me to buy her sweeties. I asked him if he'd buy me these sweets. He was going past us, so we had to put my seat up to let him out. And um, he said, yes, I'll get you, I'll get it, but you have to give me the money. <laughs> and that was how we ate, so there you go. 
Well, we met when we were in fifth year in school and it lasted about six months because he went away to college. And what was that like in fifth year in school? Whereabouts was it? In Kilkenny. You I'm giving in... myself away in it. So it's okay. <laughs> so you were in Kilkenny with this lad called Matty. How did you meet? How did that summer uh, romance blossom? It was just at some disco or something in the town that ran every weekend and just and he was at school in sixth year and I was in fifth year. It's just one of those things. And where is he now? I have absolutely no idea. Nineteen fifties we met. The late nineteen fifties. And where did you meet? I lived around Sandy Mount, Irish Town area. Just um, cycling, up and, cycling up and down the Pinton House Road. That's where I met my boyfriend. Just, he used to see me cycling up and down my bike. <laughs> then he started chatting, you know. And then That's the romance started. I'm married 60 years. So tell us about a summer Well, romance. the biggest romance of my life, it's currently still ongoing. I was working in a, in a nightclub kind of environment and there was one of the waitresses there. She was working as a waitress in the cocktail bar. She was telling me... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think what I can and can't say. Yeah, okay, so he just went for song lyrics instead. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty good, though, uh, at the same time. Henry, uh, thanks a million, uh, uh, as ever. Uh... Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.